Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Building a Bridge. My name is Jesse Brizanine. My name is Jared Countess, and our mission is to empower people to use their voice to build a bridge beyond race relations, creating unity and understanding, effectively raising the collective consciousness of humanity. Last week, we talked about what was going on in Israel and Palestine and the, some of the backlash to Gal, Gal Gadot's tweet. We were cons- talked about considering the consequences. Is the risk to make the world better worth it? And do our words hurt as much as weapons? And this week, Jared, what are we going to dive into? We're going to rock right on with those words and weapons and talk about wokeness, <laughs> wokeness and cancel culture. And, um, and we're going to talk about how I feel, or I don't know, how, I, I, we talked a little bit, I think I know how you feel, Jesse, but how I feel about the one-sided nature of cancel culture or what it means to be woke in terms of like, you know, the, 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 you know, the hypocrisy of it, right? The, the, or not hypocrisy, it's hypocrisy. It, well, no, hypocrisy is real. It's a good word, right? <laughs> but, but, let's, uh, not, let's, let's not mince words here, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the hypocrisy and, and, and logical fallacies, the, the, the just the contradictions, right? Like, so like if you're, it, if you're on one side of, you know, woke culture, right? Then you can say mean, hurtful, degrading things to other people like just like what was said to gal gadot when she was calling for peace and people attacked her and you know the people that attacked her were woke right and they were you know they understood that you know um israel is um is 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 aggressive toward palestine israel is a is a, a a colonial type of nation that was established and blah, 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 blah. But they just forgo the fact that people are over there, they're killing each other, right? And so, and and this woman is calling for, well, let's stop killing each other, right? <laughs> calling have- for, let's stop killing each other, expressing concern about her family and her friends yes. and praying and asking for the opportunity for her, her friends, her family, her country people, as well as, the Palestinians, their neighbors, to all have the opportunity to live freely, peacefully, and without fear of violence and and being killed for going out in the street. It was yeah. about as thoughtful, and you know that she put some thought into it just by the way she wrote it, because most of us in our, like, if you were worried about your family, if I was worried about my family, and we were trying to compose something out there, we're not going to have such a rational thought of really putting it out there, but you can tell she really put some thought on it. She probably had some, she's got some feedback on it because people have been so ruthless with her before when she's tried to do something heartfelt and sincere and unifying and help people. And they were brutal. So that was probably the one where they looked at and they said, you know, there's nothing people can really say with this. And boy, did people friggin' tear it apart. And in the name of their own righteousness. Yes their own justness and so here's a person calling for peace but they have no problem declaring war on her yes 100 percent and 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 you know i don't want people to get caught up in 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 me 
saying that this doesn't happen on both sides. It happens on both sides, right? I remember uh, way back when uh, Trayvon Martin was shot and killed by George Zimmerman, right? You guys, I don't know if people remember that, but um, way back, way back now, I guess it was like, it was almost 10 years ago. It's been like 10 years. Yeah, anyway, really, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I had a, a client, super successful, um, and I'm at his house and he asked me, how do I feel about it? And so, you know, my response was kind of like a shrug and to say I'm angry and, you know, um, you know, the kid, the kid did what to me he should have done if somebody approached him in the dark and started getting in his face and questioning him. And then I asked him, how have you, cause he had a son that was about that Trayvon Martin's age at the time of his death. How have you, how would you expect your son to respond in that situation? And what would you do if somebody shot him dead? And his immediate response was, I'd kill him, right? And I'm like, exactly, right? Cause you're, <laughs> exactly, right? And so that was when he, when I threw him into the shoes of the situation, as opposed yes. to being an outside looker on, right? His response completely flipped, right? And that is the hypocrisy of it, right? That's the, that's the hypocrisy. And like I said, it happens on both sides. Right now, it seems to be out of control on the left. It seems to be out of control on the left. And the reason I say that is because, you know, we can talk about um, a Gail Godot or uh, Gina Carano, right, with that incident. We can talk about, um, what's, his, what's his name? Uh, the actor, funny guy, Kevin Hart. Talk about Kevin Hart, right? Uh, we'll get, I mean, what's wrong with saying, I don't want my son to be gay? I don't, you know, like what's wrong with saying that? Like, you know, you don't want your son to be stupid either, right? You don't want your, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, like, you know, you, you have opinions, right? You know what I mean? Some people, I don't want my, I don't want my kid to play football. I don't want my kid to be a boxer. I don't want my, you know, like I, I get to have an opinion on, on that. Now I can't stop it. You know what I mean? I, that's, that's where it comes into play, right? Is when you, when you actively, you know, reach in and try to force someone in a direction, right? And that is where words, you know, those are one thing. Opinions, those are one thing. Feelings, those are one thing. But when you start to, you know, get verbally abusive or physically aggressive and trying to put forth something, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. Technically, you know what? I don't. I disagree with members of the KKK, right? I do, but as long as they're not hurting nobody, they can be over there doing what the hell they do. I, I don't care. I don't care. I care, but it's not enough. It's nothing that I should like take my time to to do that. But when you see, you know, things like that happen, and we're gonna talk about the Chrissy Teigen thing, right? Too, right? I want you to. I want you to go. I want to hear. I know you said call a spade a spade and talk about hypocrisy, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, I want. I want to hear your opinion 
and your airplane story and uh because i think that's relevant right yeah and, and, go go you go I'll, I'll tell you my airplane story jared I, I think human behavior is such an interesting thing it, when we can actually remove ourselves and observe it's fascinating to watch i was on a i was on an airplane recently and before i was on an airplane i was in the in the terminal, obviously, and I had a mask on as you're, you have to do with traveling. And I had had this mask on. It had been a long day of traveling. I think I'd been traveling over 10 hours at that point. So I'd had the mask on for over 10 hours. And I'm in this terminal and there's this guy who's walking around the middle of the terminal with his mask down, you know, to his chin. As South Park called it a chin diaper, not covering the mouth or the nose or anything. And I'm sitting there judging him, not because I really care that he has his mask on or off, but I care because I have to have mine on and I'm uncomfortable and there's nobody really around at all. But, and, and I, so I'm in the mindset, well, if I have to have it on, he should have to have it on. And he's just walking around with it. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm making all these judgments about him. This guy's this, this guy's that, blah, 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 which none really have anything to do with him. They all have to do with me and my own discomfort, my own stories I'm telling myself at the time. Anyways, we go to, you know, and of course it's extremes. There's no upholding of the law here. Defamation, no, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm really getting worked up in my own head about this thing. And with this guy, I know nothing about who I'm only observing him from before. I've never interacted with him before, but I have all the stories in my mind. And Jared, I am so convinced that I got this fucking guy pegged. Now, keep in mind, I also have this other train of thought going, Jesse, why are you doing this? You're judging this guy. You know nothing about him. Come on, you should be doing better than this, blah, blah, blah. But boy, does it feel really good to be in that judgment right now because it's distracting me from my own discomfort and my own stuff with myself, right? Well, we get on the plane. And as we're boarding the plane, the flight attendant says to the guy, because he's on there, sir, Susie comes up like, can you put your mask on? And he says, oh, yes, absolutely. I'm so sorry. And he sounds super genuine with it, too. And he puts his mask on right away. Well, who ends up having to sit next to this guy? I, me. And we, we're sitting down, and his mask comes right down again a couple of seconds after the flight attendant. So people start to get seated. Flight attendant sees his mask is off. She comes over to him. Sir, can you put your mask on? Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. Right away. Puts it back up. And now my judgment, my storytelling is going even more. Is this guy just stupid? Is he trying to be a dick? Is he being, is he completely oblivious to what's going on? Is he forgetting? Is he just absent-minded? You know, what's going on? None of, most of my storytelling is not giving this guy any sort of benefit of the doubt. It's just judgment, 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 judgment to fuel a narrative I'm trying to figure out for myself. Yes. Rather than just creating one that works and makes it amicable, Right. Well, I don't want to do that because I'm committed to making this guy a bad guy right now to help me feel righteous and my own discomfort and displeasure with my situation. So I'm also now at this point because he's been asked twice by the same flight attendant thinking, oh, my God, this is the plane's not going to take off. It's going to get grounded. This is going to end up on Facebook, YouTube. We're going to have a viral video coming out of this. Lady comes and sits down behind him. And she says, sir, can you put your mask on? I'm immunocompromised. So now we have more trigger words coming in. I'm thinking, oh, shit, this is where it's happening. I'm looking around, seeing who's got their cell phone out, who's getting ready to videotape it. Because I've seen the videos now at this point. We all have. We've seen the videos, the viral videos, people throwing blows and duking it out and planes getting grounded over the mask and stuff. And I'm, oh, my God, I'm going to be in one of those things. This is why I've avoided flying for this last year, because I didn't want to be in this emotionally charged environment. Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Puts the mask on. Well, plane takes off. 
and 15, 10, 15 minutes in the flight, the flight attendant comes around, passes everybody out a snack and a drink. But what happens when we have a snack and drink? All the people's masks come off at the same time. Now there's, there's space between the aisles, you know, not even two feet of space. You know, what is the aisle space, aisle width of a small plane? It's very minimal. And it's not that they're taking the mask off, putting a bite, choo, 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 and then pull it over and choo, choo, choo. The masks are off. Flight attendant doesn't have a problem with anybody's mask off. The immunocompromised lady doesn't have a problem with anybody's mask off. And nobody has a problem with each other's mask off. What the person across the aisle from us, myself and my shin diaper friend, mm-hmm. he falls asleep with his mask completely off. But he has this cup on his tray table and his food thing in his lap. And it's, it's an interesting thing, Jared, because there's this, it, it's like we've done these things now where in our culture for this last year, if you're wearing a mask or you're not wearing a mask, it's saying something politically. It's a statement about your safety or your danger to someone else. It's been turned into a, it's been turned into kind of a gun in a way, in the sense of, if I don't have a mask on and, and you're of this one opinion, I'm basically coming at you with a loaded weapon, my, my own body. Or if I have a mask on, I'm a sheep. Or if I have a mask on, I'm caring about your safety, you know, whatever the, the rhetoric is. Uh-huh. But in this dynamic where in our behavioral operating systems, we have these beliefs that humans eating and drinking water is non-threatening, just like the the lion, the gazelle, and all the animals will come to the same watering hole and not attack one another because it's a time of passivity. We have that same almost belief system that, well, humans, and we've been eating around and drinking around each other for our whole lives, and we've determined in our behavior, in our belief system that that's a non-threatening situation. At least that's the story I'm telling myself as I'm observing this whole thing happening. And that went on for the next 20, 30 minutes. No mask, everybody's eating and drinking, no problems, nothing like that. Complete peace. But before that, or after that, it changes. And so I think there's 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 something really interesting in that story is how we 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 need to really start to recognize our belief systems are driving our behaviors. Right. And that our belief systems are, we have conditions attached to those, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and those conditions are circumstantial often, and most of us aren't even aware of what those conditions are, which means we're all operating on this perceptual blindness of how we're treating and judging one another. And I would argue, just to, to close this long story and then pass it yeah. the on back to you, I would argue that the more woke we become, the more actually asleep we are because we're asleep to the very fundamental fact that humans are humans, behaviors are behaviors, humans do behaviors, behaviors aren't humans. But what we're doing is we're trying to take this myopic perspective of a human and these behaviors that they're doing and then turn that into the whole human as a whole, or even worse, use it as the paintbrush to paint the entire group and label the entire group. Yeah. We will all have these little rules in our belief system that allow us to make adjustments for our behaviors and then justify them. So, so I'm like, the one thing I, I wanted to interrupt you so bad, 
because I was I wanted to go back to where you were talking about the story that you were telling about this guy. Is he stupid? Is he an asshole? Uh, what is you know what 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 is his problem? Is, yeah. is he trying to prove a point? Right, like you know, like what what in the heck is going on? Right, like and and, and is he going to mess my flight up? Right. And and if I'm uncomfortable, why is it he uncomfortable too? Like, what, you know, like all of those things. And and it's like, you know, that's human nature, right? And that's and that's and we all have those conversations. And and it's very difficult for us to not, you know, start walking down that path of passing judgment on somebody else, right? And, and telling and writing a story about them, never having spoken to him. Do you even know this guy's name? No clue, Jared. I had never seen him before. <laughs> no, no clue. No clue. I have zero idea. I know nothing about him. And the guy and the guy is probably he's probably 15, 20 years older than me. So he has 15 or 20 more years of life experience under his belt. I I, I had this interaction. I didn't speak one word to him on the plane, but I judged the fuck out of him in my head over and over and over again. And you can justify not speaking to him because you were annoyed and irritated by it. Yeah, right? yeah. I already got the guy pegged. Why would I speak to an asshole like that? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time with some idiot like that. Well, well, but but we and we all do it. And then oh. and then the worst thing is the worst thing that we do is 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 like you said we we begin to magnify it, and you know we dehumanize everybody. That's the this, the biggest issue with woke culture is that, and I I tried to explain this to somebody the other day. As a matter of fact, I've been talking about it in my mindset group. Right, human beings are hypocritical. That's what we it it's just we are right. And but and the reason that we are is was because we have con contradictory or conflicting values. We have conflicting values, right? Like the value of making a bunch of money or working on your career conflicts with the value of putting your family first. Those two things come into conflict quite often. And you can try to find the justification for, you know, I work hard so I can support my family, right? That's why I don't only spend two hours with them a week. Right, <laughs> like you, know, like you, you can kind of try to justify it, but we have, we have, we have conflicting values. We have conflicting wants. We, you know, that's the, we are, we are just bundles of conflict. That's yeah, what, we what, are. <laughs> we absolutely are, and, and, and that's it, okay. It is okay. Yes, it's okay. And that's why you have to forgive people who. You know, when they when they have a bad day, they say something off color. Or I, you know, I I can I can forgive, you know, my client who, you know, says George Zimmerman should get off one minute and then says I'd kill him the next. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> and because yeah. that's the that's the that's the essence of who we are. And and a lot of times we don't take we don't humanize the other person enough, and then we don't take enough time to really review our feelings. Like the one good, the, the good, the best thing I heard that you did was to, to, to one, you came away from this moment and you picked up on the hypocrisy of, I pulled my mask off to eat 
and everybody's eating with their mask off and nobody's saying anything. So now it's fucking okay to not have a goddamn mask on, right? Like, <laughs> so we've been getting on this guy for an hour or whatever about pull up your mask, pull up your mask. And then everybody gets food and we're fucking all take our mask off and no one's saying, you know, pull up your mask, right? And if you had said something, to be like, well, how is he supposed to eat? Everybody would have jumped on you about, yeah. you know, well, how are we supposed to eat? We had to put our mask on. But like, you just told this person, what has changed in the past five minutes? What has changed other than the fact that we're eating? COVID's still around. Yeah. We're still supposed to be trying to protect each other from getting it. But now because we have food, it's okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a different stimulus that creates a different behavior. And in our belief system, we have learned that that behavior, when humans are eating, it's a pretty safe time to be around other humans. You know, it, it has been. And we've learned over our journeys, we've all ate around probably dozens, hundreds, thousands of other humans who are complete strangers we know nothing about, but we feel relatively safe eating around them. And because of that, it's not as scary or uncomfortable as it is when somebody is just standing with no food, no stimulus with a mask either on or off. Yeah. Because the, that's the thing that's been politicized. That's the thing that's been, uh, it's been put into so much controversy. That's the, that's the object of fixation. We're not politicizing the food. We're not, we're not making the, the food controversial. No. We're not saying, Hey, Jared, you know, if you eat your carrots, you're, you're not valuing my life, you know, but we say it about the mask. And so it, it's, it's, and the, the thing of this too, is that I think it's really important to emphasize my judgment of him wasn't hurting him. It was hurting me. Yes. Right. I wasn't, that guy wasn't doing anything to me. I was doing it all to myself. And it was, it was amplifying your frustration, right? Yeah. I was looking for someone to use as my punching bag because I was already frustrated with having to wear the thing for 10 hours and I'm already frustrated. So then this guy comes along and he's like, Oh, God's delivering me a punching bag. (laughs) He has no idea. Nobody has any idea. I'm just over there in my own little world, making up these stories about this thing, like getting myself fired up. And and the, and the reason you didn't say anything is partially because you're a good person. And you know that, like, I know how ridiculous I'm being. Yes, a hundred percent. And you're trying I, to stop I, yourself, as you said it. You're yeah. trying to stop yourself yeah. in the moments where you're actually having those, like, what, like, what is? I wrong? am being completely irrational, ridiculous, unreasonable. I am saying stuff and making stuff up about a human, like you said. I had no idea. I had never spoke to him. And, but guess what? Guess what you're being. A human fucking being. Yeah. That's what, that's what you're, you're yeah. being. You're being what we are, right? Yeah. And and and, it's, and and the issue, the biggest issue with woke culture or all of this stuff is that it's okay. So here's the good thing, right? I'm I'm gonna say this first. The good thing is that you know woke culture is trying right or even cancel culture they're trying to look at the other side of the coin right they're trying to 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 the the goal is to ask how 
people who have historically been discriminated against feel, right? And to be respectful of those people's feelings and emotions. That is fucking awesome. Yes, but absolutely. The issue is they've canceled respect for the feelings and emotions of other people, right? So like uh, Joe Rogan is coming under a lot of flack because he said that uh, white males, it's getting to the point where as a white male, you're afraid to say anything. Like you don't know what you're going to get canceled for. Like it's like, it's, it's just like you're, you're afraid to speak about anything because as uh, we talked about before, you guys, by woke culture, cancel culture, you're the bad guys. You guys are the power brokers. You guys are the oppressors. You guys are the... So anything you say other than you're right, I'm sorry, we apologize, let's lick your ass, is fucking... <laughs> is, 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 is demonized, right? And, and, and so that is... That's... That's it's, it's you can't be calling for respect for one side of the table by disrespecting the other. You can't, right? And that's the biggest issue with it. It's not because it, it, human beings are hypocritical, right? Yes. We are. We have, that, that is, but that is the essence of the hypocrisy in woke culture is this side can do and say whatever it wants and get away with it. And this side will be scrutinized for every fucking word that comes out of their mouth. And the Chrissy Teigen situation is a perfect one. If you guys don't know who Chrissy Teigen is, she, did we talk about this already? Did I jump? Did we? No. No, but Jared, I wanted to let you know, we're at, we're, we're, I know you're on tight time budget too, so we might want to save her if you're, if you got to jump off here. Okay, so you saw me pick my, did you see me like this? No, I didn't see, but I just, I've been watching the clock because I want to make sure. My, my A15 canceled. So give no. me two <laughs> I had a feeling anyway, the universe opens up for me. <laughs> opens doors. <laughs> okay, as you were. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, so Chrissy so Teigen is married to John Legend and she is one of the, uh, for a while, especially over the last summer, she was one of the, the, the spokeswomen, one of the, the, the proponents of woke culture, right? She was attacking everybody, Trump fans, racist. She was going off, right? She was getting after people, throwing punches. She was, you know, she came after people so hard that, you know, the QAnon people and all of those kind of people said, you know, Chris Teigen eats babies, right? You know, she every time she tweets about a pizza, she's talking about a baby or a child. And, you know, I'm serious. Like, like they like their child. They, you know, so people came after her on that, which was, I, I, you know, that just sounds like to me, but whatever, right? So, uh, but you know, they couldn't say anything. They couldn't attack her on anything real because she was part of the woke culture, and right. And so, anything you say when you're woke is fucking correct. Right. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, lo and behold, it turns out that like 10 years ago, Chrissy Teigen told a 16 year old girl who was, you know, uh, popularized because she married a guy for money, this rich guy for money at, at 16. 
she called her a you know uh, uh what do you call it a uh gold digger and started and said and and told her you should go kill yourself they got into a twitter battle and then chrissy Teigen dm'd her privately and said you should kill yourself right now this is this is a grown woman damn near 30 years old telling a 16 year old girl you should kill yourself uh i don't think there's anything woke about that right that's not that's not that's not that's not woke right that's that's being a b-i-t-c-h i'm sorry guys i said it right that's that's horrible that's deplorable behavior right uh, you know that's the that's a adult bully right who is now part of the anti-bullying campaign by bullying other people so it's it's just it, like that is like the definition of the hypocrisy of of it. And but yeah, I'll, I'll let you finish. But she's being forgiven, right? People, some people are attacking her, but all in all, right? A lot of you know people on the woke side of things are being forgiving of this woman, and it's like. You know that was a long time ago, and et cetera, et cetera. And I understand you, and everybody makes mistakes, and that there's no issue with that. To me, honestly, I don't have an issue with that. What I have an issue with is picking and choosing who whose deplorable actions, because it was deplorable, right? Whose terrible actions are forgivable? I don't think like that is the problem with the 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 this whole woke thing is one person can do something dastardly and it's okay and another person can do something dastardly and you know or not even dastardly another person can just speak their mind another person can call for peace <laughs> and be crucified you know and, and and that is the the essence of, of to me that's it that's, that's the issue I know all right so I'm sorry I, that that was my rant I'm done no <laughs> I, I love your rants Jared and I think I think there I think that's that's the key piece I, I, I you know Lord knows that I said certainly said and done some stupid stuff and I will probably certainly say and do some stupid stuff over the course of the rest of my life like. I, I think the game of life is not trying to undo what we did, but trying to be better than who we are today. Hundred percent. Right. And if we if we don't give ourselves that grace, how are we ever going to grow together? If I if I if my relationship with you is a judgment from something you did 15 years ago or what you said 10 years ago or something like that, uh, that that relationship is always going to be sour. You know, any of us who have ever been in romantic relationships and our partners hold on to things that happened two years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, we know that those relationships usually aren't the most enriching and most fulfilling and often have are rife with conflict. But again, we'll make some allowances with it because we're, we're, we're intimate and we have belief systems around marriage, how you're supposed to always make it work when you marry, you marry for life, blah, blah, blah. And we'll save that for another podcast. But... <laughs> I think I think exactly that point is that it's where we have to, I think where we have a real opportunity to grow here is to recognize that 
if we're saying it, we're doing this in one area, but not in another area, there, there's, there's a conflict with it, right? Like if we're going out and trying to, we're trying to push this agenda in public, but in private, we're doing this. And I think that where we have to really be wanting to do is if we're offering forgiveness here, why don't we offer forgiveness here? You know, if we really want to wake up to the opportunity, if we really want to be truly woke, I think the real wokeness is, is when we wake up to the opportunity that all human beings are going to make mistakes, they're going to fuck up, they're going to do stupid stuff. And that the real amazing, the most amazing quality I think humans possess is not that we have the ability to meet aggression with violence. It's not that we have the ability to kill. It's not that we have the ability to to defend and to push back and hit back harder than we were hit in the first place is that we have the ability to forgive. Um, it's we have the ability to forgive. And that is why it's such a beautiful thing when you look at uh, animals come together at the same watering hole, the same predators and prey, they all come together and they're not, not afraid because there's this ability to shake off and let go what had happened before and to forgive and to move on. If if the Impalas were remembering the last time the lions had attacked, they would never come down to the watering hole. And they'd probably just starve to death because they would always be living in that fear of the next imminent attack. It's, it's, it's the human ability to forgive, I think, is one of our greatest superpowers. And what's happening, I think, in so much of this wokeness right now is we're not harnessing that power of forgiveness. We're instead getting our pitchforks and torches out mm -hmm. and going after the witches, like, you know, the witch trials and yeah. we're going to burn great it down. Analogy. It's the great, it's like a modern day witch. That's cancel culture. It's yeah. like a modern day witch trial. And people are looking for witches and they're, you know, they're like, okay, well, let's chain some rocks to their feet drop them in the water and if they survive they're a witch and if they die they're not a witch <laughs> did, did you did you ever watch did you ever watch game of thrones yes you remember yeah. when when cersei had to do the walk the shame walk where she and and she's and everybody's shame 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 and they're throwing eggs at her and all this stuff and whatnot and and uh -huh. it's just shame 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 and and i think of that scene because it's like well, in, in that dynamic, when you have a Cersei and you're, there's a lot of people are probably getting vindication because they feel like they've been oppressed by her for so long. But all she's doing is just holding in her mind of when she's going to, how she's going to get even with everybody. Uh, right. There's no, there's no growth there at all. It's just, it's it, when you create a dynamic that is built on, uh, on, violence begetting violence whether it's verbally emotionally physically yes that system is going to continue on indefinitely that's why again it comes back to like the dr kings the gandhis and nelson mandela's like them being some of the real heroes of the world because in the most emotionally charged situations where it seemed like the people who were the most upset and justified to be violent they were willing to realize and set their own emotions and impulses aside and realize that there was a better way. And to really get the outcomes that are gonna change the world, they had to be willing to set it aside and do exactly as you did with you, your, your friend those years ago, 
switch things around and give people opportunity to see things from a different perspective. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's, it's crazy because as humans, we love both. Yeah. Right. We do. We, we really, we really love both. We like, we, we love the, the, we, we love that, that being that figure that can, in the worst of times, you know, call for, for peace. But unfortunately, we also love the person that decimated their enemies. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and it's, and it's, and again, that's, that's, that's like, you know, part of, of human nature, but it's like slowly, but surely, I think as we've evolved and we become more cultured and blah, blah, yeah. blah, civilized, right. I, we, we recognize and could do more damage and harm to each other, like on a mass scale, we've recognized the importance of the person that called for peace. Yes. Um, of the peace side of things. Because, because I was telling somebody else the other day, there, you know, or, or we, and we were talking about it on here, like women and children die in war. That is the reality of it. And, and, and the worst reality of it really is that we live in a world where you cannot have war you cannot have mass conflict without the massive deaths of innocents. Does that does that make sense? Like I, I, there was a time where it really was, you know, two armies on the battlefield, and that was the fight, and that settled things, right? And then you had really bad guys who would go through and burn the towns and all that kind of stuff afterwards, right? Slaughter people, but for the most part, the fight was between warriors. Right. But now, because we have guns and anyone can be lethal with only a little bit of teaching, right? It changes the game. It changes the game. And, that, and that's why, and that's why I tell people that, you know, women and children die in war. Like, because they become combatants. Or and also because it's not a fight like between me and you. I'm not trying to stab you or cut you or hack you up. I have a gun, I'm, sh I'm shooting from far away or I have a bomb and I'm just launching it into places where I think you are, right? So there is no, there is I'm no- trying to, I, I'm trying to crush your, your resistance and the way to crush your resistance is to destroy your belief system. Ooh. Right, and one of the fastest way to do that is why you know take out take out the supporting structures to that too. Everything, everything, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and 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 all all of that all of that makes sense. But it's like, I, I, okay, I, I think I have I said have, have I said this before. Like everybody's seen, oh, not everybody, but you've seen the movie uh, American Sniper. Is that the Chris Kyle movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it called American Sniper? Or yeah, Sniper? yeah, American Sniper. Yep, and yeah. it's it's based on the book that Chris Kyle written too. Yeah, right. And so you know the scene where he 
shoots the kid, right? Yes. And then the mother comes and picks up the rocket after the kid does, and he shoots the shoots the mom. Yes. After matter of fact, so did he shoot the dad first? First he shot the dad, then the kid came and picked it up, and he shot the kid, and then the mom came, or maybe it was just the kid and then the mom. I think it was just the kid and the mom. I think that scene, if I'm remembering it right, I think that was just the kid and the mom because I remember I read the book too, uh-huh. and I I kind of remember that from the something like that from the book about this being like the big. It was this. It was this clear wrestling with morality. And same thing in looking at belief systems because the you know a man with a gun, but a child. And I think you couldn't see that initially the weapon of the kid. There was he was tracking him to see if the kid had something or not. But yeah, yeah. To, to your point. Sorry, go. Yeah. Well, the the point is, in my opinion, having been a United States Marine, he was right. Right. He was right for hunting the kid in the first place. So you can say tracking, he was hunting him, right? He was watching him, eyeing him down. Is he a target? Is he someone that I need to end? And it was a child. Why? Because in real war, children can kill lots of people because that is today's day and age. Whereas 200 years ago, or even a hundred years, 150 years ago, that was not possible. My nine-year-old son was not capable, or 10-year-old son was not capable of killing a bunch of people. Because guess what? A lot of those people were going to be bigger and stronger than him, and he wasn't going to have a weapon with enough bullets with enough da- that could do enough damage. Right? And somebody was going to get their hands on him before he could do a bunch. So that's not going to happen, right? But in today's day and age, it's right for a man to be 600 yards away, looking down the scope at a 10-year-old, deciding whether or not he's going to pull the trigger. And it's most of the time, or sometimes, it's right when he does. Mm. It's right when he does. And so if you can't, like, so that, that's why I keep, I always harp on it. I always come back to it. And, and it's like, so now it's like, we have, we have evolved so much that we better, and we are technologically and everything else, that we better be those Martin Luther King, Jesus Christ, right? And, and, and all of these things in suit for peace because human beings have, and we have, any human being can have an insane amount of power of life, of life and death versus yes. another one. And so it's it's essential. It's essential that we, you know, we we start to say, okay, forgive. I forgive you. You're wrong. You made a mistake, right? Uh, I see your side. Of, I see your point. I see you're not a monster. You're not evil, right? No more so than I am, right? And, yes. And and had Chrissy Teigen came out and said, you know, when she was doing her woke stuff, you know what? I messed up and told this 16 year old girl, go kill herself one time. <laughs> right? I, 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 I get where you're coming from, but I'm telling you, I think you're wrong. Right. And I, you know, I was wrong right here. Now we were both, we both had our issues where we said some off the wall stuff. Right. Now let's get together and talk like, like, like two peaceful freaking adults. Right. Yeah. Before this thing escalates and gets out of hand. And I know I always go down the real dark path. I apologize. i but I, 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 I do it because I really want to push a button in people to get them 
to see what I think your Gandhis and your Martin Luther King and your and your um, uh, Nelson Mandela's, right? To see what they saw, right? To see what they saw, and that that person that is another human being. Yes, I might disagree with them on some things, but they're another human being. And woke or not, both sides. I, the term woke is ugly. But any woke or not, both sides deserve respect and someone to listen to what it is that they have to say. That's what, and I think that's that's an essence of of of, of the thing. Like, and the wonderful thing about you, Jesse, whether you want to admit it or not, had that guy spoke to you, you would have taken the time to get to know him. And you would have been like, oh, well, maybe it's, you might have came away still thinking he was an asshole, right? <laughs> but, but you would, but you wouldn't have. He wouldn't have been evil, an evil asshole, or you know. Yeah, you know, you know, I think one of the things that I and, and I think we'll, we'll stop it here just so we can be respectful of people's time is it, it's the opportunity we all have when we recognize that voice inside of us that's judging others and what we want to make true and what we want to decide to believe. And, and I'm not perfect by any means. I'm far from perfect, but I've become, I'm learning to always improve, giving myself grace when I have that dialogue going on and trying to just laugh at how ridiculous I'm being right now. And the only reason I can share this with you and with everybody today, Jared, is because I'm fully aware of how ridiculous I was being. And before I would be so ashamed of it. Now I think that's, this is and maybe some small contribution I can make is just to acknowledge my own, my own flaw of, of doing this and my own humanness of it. And to really acknowledge that like, I was being totally ridiculous. And so as I'm being judgmental, I'm also laughing at myself in that moment doing it. And there's this whole, you know, there's these inner monologues going of me judging him, but also me observing self and saying, Jesse, like, come on. You know, and, 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 and in that, I think that's where we all can grow too, is it's, it's that, it's that judgment of self. Do we really have to turn our feelings into fact and make the emotion and the story we're telling ourselves in that moment into the gospel? And I don't think it is. And I think if we could all learn to give and extend ourselves and our fellow humans some grace and forgiveness and recognize that that and forgive them for not being the perfect incarnation of what we expect them to be in that moment to meet our needs, then I think it would, it would serve us all in, in growing and being a little kinder and more loving to one another and accepting too. So Jared, as long as I appreciate you, I'm looking forward to hearing everybody's comments and your all feedback. You know, what do you have? What are your thoughts on this? Contribute. If you have questions, other discussions you want to start, be sure to post them in the group. And look forward to chatting next week. And Jared, we're going to be coming up here on one year of doing this, which is crazy. So we'll have to think of something fun to do for our, our one year our one year episode. Yes, hundred percent. I I, I I have so many things I wanted to say, but I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm done. I'm done talking. <laughs> right, bro. I appreciate you, man. Be easy, brother.